0: Hi, this is Anae Voices and today I'm reading a short story I wrote called Something I Dreamed Of In Two Minutes. I sat in bed only in a t-shirt and panties. I fiddled with my silver necklace and my fingers caressed the gold they attached to it. I was just thinking while listening to music. It's what I did often to help me de-stress. I found comfort in thinking, even when it came down to analyzing myself. But as much as I enjoyed this, thinking could also be a living hell. My thoughts were disrupted by a knock at the door turn my head to the right looking out my bedroom door my eyes quickly scan the stairs then I stand I quickly run down the stairs that must be mom I think to myself earlier my mother had texted me that she was going to come over and had nothing scheduled that day so I didn't put on any bottoms I get to the door then turn the handle excitedly I crack open the do- I crack open the door still not wanting to truly expose myself I peek my head out and my smile falls who are you what do you want asked in a suspicious tone three men dressed in suits with black top hats were at my door but i didn't know why the leader of the men replied is your mother home i didn't answer the fuck i thought to myself my brows knitted and i shut the door but but just as it was about to close a black shoe came in its place my eyes widened and i quickly pushed against the door with all my might the man then places his hand on the door pushing it open i felt my stomach drop I was losing my grip, shit, I thought to myself. I then felt the door handle jab into my upper rib. I bite my lip, stomaching the awful pain. Once more, I began pushing against the door with what little strength I had left. Suddenly, the door flung open, sending me flying backwards. As I'm falling to the wooden floor, I watch the door open. Three of the men walk into my home, but everything's in slow motion. Like space and time has stopped for me to process something terrible. My heart sank even further. Something bad is going to happen to me today, I thought to myself. I land to the ground, my shoulder making contact with the floor first. I grunt as my whole body collides with the floor. I feel myself just barely slide against the smooth wooden floor. My shoulder aches and my arm is on fire. I then realize I have no time to process my pain, so I quickly sit up. I look at all three men, and fear instantly strikes me. I don't recognize these men. Who are they? I think to myself. My breath is ragged as tears start to well up in my eyes. The leader of the group takes off his left glove. He scoffs and says, I think you do know where she is. My eyes quickly dart to the left, then the right, the patio. It's in the back of the couches. Can I make it? Now, I wasn't ignoring the man. I heard what he said loud and clear, but my mind was in fight or flight, so I couldn't exactly just give him my undivided attention. I began to scoot backwards until I was away from the doorway, and then and in the living room. I turn my head to the left, then quickly get up and make a run for the patio. My side grazes the glass table, but I keep running, almost there, I think to myself, reaching for the lock on the patio door. I then feel my knotless braids get yanked on, my hands instinctively go from my head, wanting to stop the pain. I grunt. My body is then propelled backwards, but this time I collide into something that's firm and strong. I look to the right, and behind me is the leader of the men. He leans down, closing the distance between us. I begin to struggle. I shake and pull my body forward as hard as I can, but then I hear a familiar noise. Something cool touches my slender neck. I struggle again when the cool object is pressed into my neck harder. <laughs> I whimper. My eyes widen momentarily, then relax. That's a good girl, the man says. My face scrunches in disgust. Fucking pig. slides his arm around my waist, holding me against him. Once again, I feel tears fill my eyes, but I blink them away fearing that if I become weak, I'll die. No, don't cry. I refuse to die like this. I feel warmth against my ear. The man's lips caress the right side of my face, then he whispers Where is she? I feel my body tremble. I look around, seeing if I could find anything to use, but the kitchen was parallel to the living room and I couldn't reach it. She's not here! I answered, my voice somewhat firm. The man grunts. Then he takes his arm from my. The man grunts. Then he takes his arm from my waist. I relax slightly, but that feeling soon leaves me when I feel his hand grip my braids again. He pulls me backwards and I stumble, but thankfully I find my footing. I fight against his hold, gripping my braids. I pull my head forward, not caring if my real hair gets ripped out of my skull. But to no avail did I win this game of tug of war. The man and I end up stumbling forward, and in one quick motion, the man lets go of my hair. I then feel pain in the left side of my hip. The man's fingers had begun digging into the side of my hip. As we fall forward, let go, let go of me, I see you. And as I'm about to fall face first onto the wooden floor, the man steadies both of us, his right hand against the wall, trembling from bouncing both both the weight of his body and my own. And within that single action, I hear something fall to the ground. My eyes avert to the right and I notice a silver switchblade with markings engraved on it. On the handle part of the blade, there's There's a small skull wearing a flower crown, intertwined with thorny vines. Does that mean anything important? I thought to myself. He then pulls me backwards with the arm he still has around my waist. But just as I think I'm going to meet his chest again, I feel the right side of my head and body meet the hard cold wall. My vision turns spotty for a moment. I blink slow and hard, trying to gain my vision back. Seconds go by and I can see again. The man snarls, you do know! With his gloved right hand, he points to the other two men in suits and says, You two, go upstairs. The man, the man nodded and I feel my heart skip a beat. My heart wasn't erratic because my mom was home, it was erratic because she wasn't. I was scared and alone. I tried to fight back and it's not working. I'm scared, I think to myself, as the man pulls my right arm behind my back with his gloved hand. He grips my thin wrist hard, my breath hitches. <laughs> I grunt slightly. The man's nose slides up the back of my neck, past my nape, then he pulls away, how tantalizing you are. Your skin is absolutely exquisite, but it's too bad I can't taste you. He says almost sadly. I take a deep breath, trying to keep it together, but I shiver with sheer disgust, my eyes shoot open. The man's tongue leaves my cheek and I start to hyperventilate angrily. How dare this sick fucking clown. look my goddamn face? Fucking disgusting son of a bitch. I think to myself. My body starts to burn, manifesting the hate I feel for the man. The man smiles and says, just like I thought, innocent and lovely. Fuck you! I yell, my lip quivering. The man chuckles and says, not today, unfortunately. But a single tear falls from my eye stares at my face while I can only see his blurred image through my teary eye. Don't, don't cry. He says as if he's sorry. I shut my eyes, biting the inside of my cheek. I then feel something wet and warm on the side of my cheek, slowly sliding up. My eyes start upward for a moment. God, what were you thinking? Creating such filth. Honestly, I didn't mean any of that. It wasn't God's fault humans have their own free will and therefore we have our own thoughts and desires and every being deserves to keep those things no matter how cruel they are it's a part of their nature just as much as fighting for my life is for some reason as I'm lost in my own misery I feel a spark of energy it was so strong that my body ended up moving before my mind could process what actually happened I swung my left hand backwards the man's eyes land on my hand but by the time he's noticed it I've already I've already sensed how his hand has relaxed with all my weight, I push myself backwards, and the man and I fall. I never got the chance to move my arm from behind my back, so it was a 50% chance I could break it. But I was ready to take that chance. He lands on the glass table. It shatters, then I feel a hard thud. I guess his body met the ground. I thought to myself. The man's grip on my knotless braids relax, as well as my right arm. I look up, hearing footsteps upstairs. Shit, shit. I think to myself. I roll off the unconscious man and groan as I feel my shoulder throb. I don't think it's broken. It feels dislocated though. As I get to my feet, I step on dozens of shards of broken glass. I whimper but keep myself steady. I hear the men upstairs coming down the steps, I grip my shoulder with my right hand, tiptoeing through the glass. I stumble through the couches. I reach the patio's lock, flicking it downwards. I hurriedly pulled the glass doors to the right, and just as I'm about to pull the screen door open, I feel two strong arms wrap themselves around my waist. I gasp. I scratched the man's arms, then j- then jab my right elbow into his cheek. But he never lets go. Was he just knocked the fuck out? I thought to myself. The two men are standing near the door, eyes wide and alert. But they relax as soon But they relax as they realize I'm finally restrained. I wish I could tell you that I won but I didn't. I'm a small 18-year-old, 4'11 to be exact, and I'm going against three full-grown men. The odds weren't really stacked in my favor from the get-go. I continue to kick my legs, trying to free myself, but the man is persistent and very strong at that. I'm actually surprised I was able to fend him off for so long, but alas, this all seems like it's coming to a very gruesome end. I start reciting prayers, goodbyes and I love yous inside my head to all my family and friends the man then throws me across the room and I hit the wall so hard I cough up spit with dots of blood I bounce off the wall then land to the wooden floor with a hard smack I suck in sharp breaths letting out no crying I try to pick my body back up but it's no use my, sh- my shoulder's in the wrong spot my goddamn back is throbbing like crazy my mom still isn't here Two of the other suited men pick me up by my arms, my feet dragging behind me. They both stop in front of the man. My chin is then gripped roughly and I'm forced to look up. Where is she? The leader yells, but I can't seem to hear that well. Something warm keeps dripping down the side of my face and there's this ringing noise. What's he saying? I think to myself. The leader of the men's lips stop moving. He sighs heavily then pulls out a test tube filled with a light green powder substance. He pops off the top and gently pours a small amount into the palm of his hand. I smirk and open my mouth. I quickly blow the substance in the direction of the man and it lands directly in his eyes. He drops the test tube, coughing. I stomp on the suited man's foot to the right of me. I don't know how this worked, but it did. I looked to the right and pushed the man who's clutching his foot. He trips backwards, falling on the man who's holding his bleeding nose. I then run towards the front door. I unlock the door, pulling it open. I squint my eyes and hiss slightly as sunlight pours into my eyes all at once. I run out the house, my braids whipping past my face. The soles of my feet ache and my chest burns, but that's the last thing I'm worried about. The man whose foot I stomped on comes running out. Fuck, I yell. Somebody help, help me, please help! I beg, but no one answers. I run through the parking lot, running as fast as my legs will carry me. Phone, I need a fucking phone. Why is no one coming out? I thought to myself. I then feel my body go numb. I fall to the ground, my arms and legs scraping the pavement. I groan. Damn it, what do you want from me? I ask, angry and confused. You'll find out soon enough. The man replies, then everything slows. I try to keep my eyes open, but I can't. I weakly say, then everything goes dark. I wake up to a dark room, I hear small clinking and rattling, drops of water drip down from a pipe in the far right corner of the room. I slowly blink, adjusting to my surroundings. Where am I? I whisper. I rub my eyes and blink once more. I'm in a brick cell, but it doesn't look like I'm in a police department. This looks like someone's personal jailhouse. I think to myself, I could only make out my surroundings due to the moonlight. Wait, how did I even get here? What happened? I I remember blowing the powder stuff in that guy's face, then running through the parking lot. Then that other suit guy started chasing me, and I got tired all of a sudden. Shit. Was that powder stuff a sleep-inducing chemical? I think to myself. I slowly sit up, and as I move, I notice there's some weight on each of my limbs. I squint my eyes and notice silver shackles around my wrists and ankles that ended up connecting to chains, which were bolted into the wall behind me. My eyes widened and my heart stopped for a moment. Fuck, 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 I say to myself, fear laced in my voice. Anytime anyone whips out chains, that means they're a weirdo. I look around the small bricked room. I noticed a barred window just a few feet in front of me. I started to crawl towards the window on all fours, trying to make little noise. The chain's lightly scraped against the smooth the smooth cemented floor. So there's not too much noise, which I'm grateful for. As I reach the window, I stand. I reach for the barred window, but as I do, I feel a heavy jerk on my right hand. What the? I think to myself. I turn my head and notice that the chains have reached its moving point. Fuck, this is as far as it goes. What kind of sick bastard makes chains just long enough for you to almost reach the window? Maybe this is all a game to them. I sigh then sit on the cold ground, staying outside the barred window. I watch the stars twinkle and I'm almost jealous of them. They're free for all to see while I'm here locked in jailhouse God knows where. Where is this place anyway? I ask myself, hugging my knees to my chest. I then hear the door leading to the entrance of the jailhouse open. My body freezes and I'm not sure what to do. So I scramble to my feet and run back towards the wall I was laid against. I sit down, looking at my dark knees. I'm scared, I think to myself.